Hey there guys, welcome to the first episode of Chirp Talk. We have here with us an amazing DJ slash producer all the way from Sweden. Please welcome Christopher Folds. Hey there, man. Hey, buddy. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm a, I'm a really big fan of podcasts overall. Like I listen to them all the time. So uh, it's amazing to be to be the guest. <laughs> uh, I love podcasts as well. They like they they are so informative and they're fun to listen to basically. Yeah, they are like really uh, compared. I I really love books and everything, but compared to books and uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's so. Uh, at the moment you know uh it's not something that's written a year ago two year ago something like that that needs to be um, uh, that you need to check and do all these steps before releasing it this is just something that's up and running yeah, directly yeah this is this just exactly you hit yeah. record and then boom you can send, exactly. send it over it's super fresh it's and that easy i think uh, the guests as well they don't need to they don't overthink everything <laughs> So it's very spontaneous and you, exactly. can, you can hear a lot of stuff that you wouldn't hear in a audiobook or a yeah, physical book overall. Yeah, overall. exactly. And uh, for guys and girls who don't know, Christopher Foles is an amazing producer. He has had releases on huge labels such as Hexagon, PCAR Music, Glory Records, Alveda Music. He's, a, he's such an amazing DJ and producer. So... Right off the bat, Christopher, I just want to ask you, how has your musical journey been so far? I mean, we know that we are seeing results from you. You are getting placed in such huge labels, Hexagon, Peacock Music, and so many other record labels. But how has the journey been on you personally? Yeah, so it's been a pretty long journey. I started, uh, I started 13 years ago now, so in 2007. I started with DJing um, and then uh, for like the first couple of years I was super into just the DJing thing. I was I was reading all the books I could uh, find about it. I was reading on forums. I checked like a bunch of videos, studied what uh, like the successful artists or the successful DJs actually, what they were doing and yeah, all that and I was especially i was really like inspired by at that time in sweden it wasn't like uh, house music or or the, there wasn't like a really really big uh, dj culture in that sense like it came a couple of years later when uh, avicii and swedish house mafia alesso yeah all those guys when they blew up so at the time i started there wasn't really the djs wasn't that yeah, they didn't do like this in Sweden. I think we didn't really see them. Maybe just a couple of them, but otherwise it wasn't like a main stage, like festival thing in that sense. So I was more inspired by like how to read a room properly and like really good resident DJs. And uh, yeah. And that's that's so amazing, man. I mean, you have seen the whole culture, the whole dance music culture grow from nothing from scratch to this huge, this huge scene that it has grown today. 
yeah producers and musicians from sweden are known globally just like you said just like you mentioned avicii and swedish house mafia they both of them are such huge influencers on this whole music genre that i mean it's it's unimaginable to think of edm without these two so it's so amazing that you have seen the whole music scene grow from scratch to what it is today and uh, talking about inspiration so let's let's say if you were to remember that one artist or maybe just a few bunch of artists that motivated to you motivated you to do music who were they or uh, what musicians did you get inspiration from at your earliest stage yeah so so at that time i wasn't into production yet uh, as i said it was mostly i was just okay. uh, i was djing and i was really uh, really um, inspired by uh, guys like uh, for example Roger Sanchez for the djing um and also Roger at Sanchez. that point one Classics. guy that that i like really i studied some stuff from him and if i thought he was really cool was dj am he was like a uh, open format dj okay and he he was really good on the decks and uh, an american guy uh, so that's the kind of influences i had at that okay. time people who were really good at the djing skill and as i said like could read a room properly um, yeah exactly you have to read your crowd you have to read your yeah, room exactly. properly and to then to over a good the years, set i didn't really get into production until like 2013 where when i really like when i really started producing okay. regularly okay i was really inspired by the sound of crider mm. and tom star uh for a couple of years i think yeah the uh, groove the, house the classic kind groove of sound. sound i was really into that in maybe 2000 yeah 2014 2015 2016 as well i think uh, for a couple of years that kind of sound and those artists were really big for me um yeah for me personally i when i started out i got inspired by many huge artists they have had the most impact on me mm-hmm. for example afrojack i really loved how the techie sounds of afrojack sounded like back then and then for djing i always used to look up to tomorrowland you know sets from tomorrowland and david getta used to inspire me a lot so yeah these two names are prolific these two names are i think these two artists are some some of the only artists that have inspired me so much that I got into music. Yeah, both of them have been in the game for a long time now as well. Exactly. They have been in the games for so long. Well, uh Especially also for David Guetta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. David Guetta's basically old right now. <laughs> But it's really um <laughs> But it's he's yeah, he's absolutely how how, how well, David Guetta, Tiesto and all those guys have been in the game for so long and actually they have been like on the top and constantly putting out tracks and yeah exactly these different trends and everything but they've still still been like on the on the top 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 level without absolutely really every time every time they put up 
Yeah, every time they put out a track, they they're hitting the charts. Also, follow up question to that previous question. Uh, do you listen to like other kinds of music? Any other kind of genres that you listen to apart from EDM? Yeah, definitely. To be honest, yeah, uh, I uh, I don't. Uh, I I play like I do two between two and four gigs at the, uh, like a week at uh, the moment. It's yeah. of course. Uh, at the moment, I only do like lounge sets in the weekends because oh. of the Corona situation and yeah. nobody are allowed to dance. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I play like four gigs, three or four gigs a week. So okay. I'm, um, I, I don't really listen to that much uh, EDM overall. Uh, oh, wow. Except from when I'm at the gym or uh, okay. if I really like if I go through promos and I go crate digging and stuff. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I mainly listen to all kind of other music i'm um uh, i mean i'm into like i really like uh yes for example blues okay blues yeah i absolutely yeah. love the blues as well um uh, i'm a i'm a fan of that and uh that's that's cool. uh, following up to uh yeah further down the road for example i was yeah really happy I, that. I was yeah. about to say that <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got this amazing blues singer on it uh, an Irish Jay, guy, and Jay also, Fitz, right? Yeah, and then for yeah. the saxophone, we had uh, a friend of mine, Daniel, Daniel Seidofer, okay. who is like oh. an incredible saxophonist, um, wow. a jazz saxophonist. So when I when I can, I actually I I like to go and listen to like live music, uh, and I go That's I go a... with my grandpa actually uh, to. Uh, oh, he's okay. Really, he's the one that actually introduced me to jazz, and he's wow. really into it. So we've been uh, we was doing this like maybe we don't do it this often anymore. But uh, a couple of years ago, we went for like at least once a month. We went for some kind of jazz concert. Wow, that is that is so amazing. And well. If if Christopher Foles is not touring or making music, what is he doing to kill time? <laughs> I don't. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's funny because I never use the uh, word kill time. I uh, <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't like that word because if oh, okay. I if I do something, it's uh, if I'm not working or if I do something uh, like only for pleasure, it's okay. something I. Uh, how do you say uh, you? Um, it's like uh, then I treat myself with something. <laughs> okay, okay, so I understand. So, uh, if exam- if I, for example, uh, watch a movie <laughs> on a Sunday evening, yeah. it's not something I do to kill the time, and uh, yeah, it's something that I treat myself <laughs> with. You're rewarding yeah. yourself for the hard work that you've done. That's an interesting thought, yeah. actually. That's, That's how I see it. <laughs> that's that's an interesting thought. I have to I have to rethink my life. <laughs> <laughs> but then to to actually answer your question, yeah. Uh, when I'm not uh, when I'm not working, I uh, I've I've always been involved in sports in some way. So I I I go to the gym like yeah four four times a week. I go and uh, train. Um. So that's something I do. I also um. Uh, my uh, my girlfriend and her two dogs uh, are around a lot mm. so yeah, yeah I, I really like taking like long walks and 
if I have like a full day off or something, I'm, yeah, I'm really down to just mm. go out in the nature somewhere and uh, have a long walk and yeah. It really helps to, you know, refresh the mind. 100%. You know? It really helps to re- reset your, reset all that stress you have pent up. Yeah, I love long walks. So that's, a lot that of really times helps. I just, uh, when I start to overthink a lot, it's really hard to go away yeah. from the studio or whatever project you're working on. It could be whatever. But then when yeah. you go, for example, for me, when I go to the gym or when I'm out just taking a long walk, I'm just overthinking it. And it's not that big of okay. a deal that I'm thinking it is, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But perhaps sometimes it's not that big of a deal. And mm-hmm. we realize that later. Yeah, that's, that's something, true. for example, when you produce music, you could sit there and you, yeah. hear, you, you hear like the snare in another track and you're like, wow, this is so amazing. And you, you don't like your own snare. You sit there for an hour <laughs> trying to like find around, right Replicate sound, that. Yeah. shape the sound, whatever. And then you just <laughs> go away, come back and you play the track and you almost forget that. You were wor- working on that sneer because it, yeah, it, it feels all right, but at that time it feels horrible. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> I totally relate to that. <laughs> yeah. By the way, by the way, guys, if you have not already listened to Further Down the Road by Folds, Jay Fitz, and Kim Carell, it's released on Hexagon. It's so amazing, man. I absolutely love the tonight. It's on repeat. Literally, it's on repeat on my playlist. <laughs> And um, so by much. the way, <laughs> yeah, man. By the way, talking about Kim Karel, you have uh, you've also worked with Kim on, I guess, the summer on new remix by Sam Felt and Lucas and Steve, right? So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was I, hoping I, that you w- I, wouldn't mention I, that. <laughs> I did. I did my digging. <laughs> so, but but yeah, but but seriously, how is it like working with Kim? I'm I'm really I'm really really happy that both me and Kim have improved a lot since that. <laughs> no, but but it sounds cool though. You say that, but it sounds cool to me. At uh, least. I don't think uh, either. Uh, actually, me and Kim were uh, we're like we're joking about that uh, that bootleg or remix we did. I think it okay. was for some kind of remix competition or something. Yeah, yeah, it was for a remix compet- competition. You were right. It was around 2015-2016 or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true that's yeah, true but uh, yeah we um, we're not very happy about it Kim and me we actually met uh, yeah we met just before that uh, remix actually we wow. took an um, both of us took an online course uh, okay or actually online program uh, called Cosmic Academy okay this hexagon release is your second collaboration with uh, Kim, right? Uh, yeah, the other one wasn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but look at you guys. You, this is only your second collaboration. You already landed on hexagon, so it's a remarkable progress. Yeah, the the Props the to summer you guys. one remix. Uh, yeah, we we for we have already forgot about that remix, but. Uh, <laughs> <Come> <laughs> but on. anyway uh yeah 
Kim and me, we met uh, through a uh, online program called Cosmic Academy in 2016. Okay. So four years ago now. Um, oh. And then we wow. did that remix just for fun, a remix competition, which sounds horrible today. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, we, we live... Um, uh, it's around uh, 300 or maybe 250 kilometers. Uh, we live from each other, okay. so um, uh, we don't meet that often in in real life. Um, okay. Okay. So things happen digitally or online. No, actually, for further down the road, we have mainly worked in real life. So, we, oh, okay. What's funny is that we. We actually started like the really, really first version of Further Down the Road. We started the first yeah. time we met in real life, which was in, oh. I think, in May 2017. Wow. <laughs> it's such a such a nose track. Wow, it's no, uh, yeah, but if, you yeah. guys have worked so hard on this. Uh, but it's totally different. Like I don't think we have anything at all from that first version. It okay. Just, because it was like we met each other at that point and then maybe we met each other half a year later and we continued yeah. working on it. So yeah. every time we met, we just reworked the whole thing. And it, okay. it started out, out like a... Started actually a, it started out like a tribal... Uh, I think we was like inspired by Will K or something at that point. I think okay. Cafe, Cafe Leche, do you remember that track? Yeah, 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 I do. So that we were amazing. working on the drums a lot in the beginning, but then, uh, yeah, next time we met, it took another shape. And so, yeah, it was, uh, but over time, it started to develop a bit. And then we got the saxophonist on it and after that yeah. the singer as well and we started to see each other more often worked a little bit digital as well sending it back and forth okay to finish it up. well well it all well it all turned out pretty well so i mean heads off to that effort yeah, we we are both like very very grateful for uh, and uh, we we're like super happy and satisfied with how it um, how it came out in the end but it was a pretty long uh, uh, pretty long journey with that track. And that's that's apparent, man. And well, uh, there are a lot of producers that are emerging in the house music scene right now. And thanks to labels like Hexagon and Future House Music, shout out to you, both of you guys. You guys are doing amazing. And others who are really uh, like other record labels as well, who really support talented producers who are earnest in doing their work. So, uh, do you have any such, you know, rising artists in your mind that you think is absolutely killing it in the scene right now? Yeah, I, I have a couple of guys in my surroundings, uh, people that uh, that I met, uh, for example, in Amsterdam during the Amsterdam da Amsterdam dance event. Uh, one of them is, for example, yeah, for example. Uh, uh, I don't know if you would still call him like an uh, upcoming artist, but Mr. Sid, for example. Okay, you know I know, I know. I've heard, I've heard yeah. about him. He released on all the big labels and gets like support yeah. from 
from the big guys, but he still yeah. hasn't had like he don't get these main stage uh, big shows yet, but he will definitely yeah. be there very soon, and he deserves it. So, uh, well, w- uh, what are your plans for the future, mate? What are you planning to like? I have to definitely achieve this. I had lots of goals when 2020 started, but I actually re- rewrote them. Uh, because of this corona situation so every goal okay. i had about like uh, that was uh, gig related like okay. having these festivals gigs and stuff i just uh, yeah i rewrote rewrote them and uh, focused okay. on the production instead and had mm. goals related to releases instead of uh, instead of uh, gigs because that's not in my control at the moment it's not in your it's not it, nobody knows when all of this is going to end but yeah we can just keep on mm-hmm. being positive and yeah guys and girls be positive in this whole mess this all of this is going to be over pretty soon we're going to party yeah. once again but uh, but one goal i had was to so in the beginning of the year one okay. goal i had was to get on a uh, for me, like a major EDM label, okay, um, and that was, uh, and then I got signed to Hexagon. Hexagon which felt amazing. That was my, f- that's my first like, I've released on good I, labels before. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Glory Records, for example. I have, I have a, I had a couple of releases on Glory, for example, yeah. and uh, they do an amazing job. And yeah, I'm really happy about yeah. it. Uh, but then, yeah, to be on Hexagon was like next level for me. Next level, yeah. It, it's and, a, it's uh, like a big break. Like you exploded into the yeah, next level. Ex- uh, yeah, especially, yeah, for uh, for releases, that's like, a, that was a big breakthrough for me. But uh, yeah, so exactly. Now I had, instead of just one release on a major EDM label, my goal for two, two, 2020 is yeah. to have another big release on a major EDM label as well. So that's something I'm working on. We are pretty sure that you're going to achieve that as well. I really hope so, but yeah, like there are so many talented producers and uh, for example, the releases on Hexagon are amazing and uh, it's so many great... Yeah, I'm surprised by how each and every release is so dope. Each and every, yeah, each and every one of that, them. Yeah, speaking about that, for for the question you asked before, I'm like, I'm super sure that yeah. a lot of these names. For example, there's this guy called Alva Gracia, who released. I think he released the the same week yeah. as me on one of the other uh, hexagon labels, um, for example. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he he will. Uh, I'm pretty sure he will have other big releases planned soon as well, and. So there's yeah, yeah. so much think... talent there, and uh, there will definitely be like very a lot of upcoming artists that you can uh, hear through the different uh, hexagon true, uh, labels. Yeah, man, that's that's true. I think you're absolutely right. So, well, uh, do you have like? I'm not sure if I'm supposed to ask you this, but if you have any like teases or like sneak peeks you want to share with us it doesn't have to be like you want to play music but just a little t- 
teaser that yeah i have this planned and you can expect it to come out soon or stuff like that okay so i have actually for for the this summer i have um i have a remix coming out on glory records okay for the label boss v brondi wow um, that's his, huge his track so far apart is an amazing track so uh, and i love that vocal so um, yeah uh, i was pleased when he asked me to remix it and then um, i have um, i hope he hasn't really said on release date yet but i hope that will be out in july okay so keep an eye on that of course, and then man. i have a a remix ep of my own track that was released uh, earlier this year called okay. more to love yeah more to love the original is more like a classic progressive house track like yeah um alesso calvin harris yeah that kind of vibe um but uh, i got uh, i got two re- really good remixes uh, f- in that re- remix ep that i will release as well okay. i think i will have that released in uh, yeah in august sometimes hopefully in okay. the beginning of august that's that's yeah. so cool chirp dog exclusive guys chirp dog exclusive <laughs> <laughs> we're not sure when it's going to release but you guys and girls heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> and i have i have uh, a couple of other tracks that are okay. like 90% 95% there uh, okay. i have one track that is 100% there i don't really know in what order i want those releases okay. um i'm thinking about that a bit but i have i actually have uh nobody have heard it yet but i have a uh, really cool uh, another saxophone house track okay um it's a little bit more up tempo or actually it's in the same tempo but it's a little bit heavier than further down ah. the road um, okay okay but it's it's super groovy and cool and it's wow. a collaboration between me and uh two other really talented producers martin wow. ericsson that i've been uh another swedish guy that i've been working with a lot and uh, Adam Marcus as well. He has released okay. uh, on uh, lots of labels, Glory, Peak Hour. Yeah, a bunch of Yeah. Them. That's so, so cool, uh, man. Hopefully, uh, I think my intention is that to be the next uh, single. Okay. So you're hoping for my a next, next my next single. original okay. single. That's that's cool. We just have some final tweaks to do, so hopefully it will uh, Hopefully it will come out good. Well, all the best to you. We're definitely pumped up for listening to more of your stuff about that remix EP and the remix from B Brondi and all the other amazing stuff. So, oh, thank you. <laughs> well, well, I think we can wrap it up here. So, I really thank you again for being here with us. Thank you so much for the you know, for your cooperation for your time. It has been such an amazing talk. So one one yeah. last thing, one last thing I want to ask you is that mm. of course a lot of producers are going to listen to this. So if you have any tip, something that you want to share with them, is there a message that you want to say? Yeah. So I think especially for starting artists, I think 
don't just watch a bunch of YouTube videos and read books and everything. Uh, make sure yeah. you actually start producing and work in your uh, DAW, whatever choice, whatever your choice is. But uh, make sure you actually spend time and working on it. For me, I regret that I didn't really start making music earlier. I was, I had this yeah. mindset that I did, I needed to know like a lot of st- stuff before I even started. So. I knew a lot of stuff in theory, but I had no practice, okay. practical experience at all with it. So I read a lot of books, I watched tutorials, whatever, but I didn't really yeah. spend time making my own music. So if I st- would start over, I would allow myself more to just play around and and instead of trying to know everything before you start, I would like suggest that if you find something you uh, you struggle with, go and check out yeah. some uh, some kind of answer on that. Check out a video about that. Read uh, read uh, an article or something about that uh, subject. But start and also listen to listen to podcasts. Yeah, especially when it comes to like the music industry and uh, everything around that. It's so helpful to get the perspectives from successful artists uh, that have been in the scene for a long time and know how it actually works. And they a lot of them give like really good advices about that and you can hear about their experiences and their mistakes and everything and uh, I think that's super important it's almost like you have some kind of uh, it's it's uh, it's a kind of if you find the right uh, podcast it's almost like you have some kind of mentor with you Uh, that's true and it's absolutely free to listen to so how amazing is that I think you can exactly. apply a lot of the stuff in your own life and in your own career uh, that you that's actually true. hear in these podcasts. And yeah, so I think yeah. what I think what you said pretty much wraps up my own intention behind starting my talk show, my podcast, because that's what I that's what my original intention was. I wanted to spread my message to more and more people by connecting them with artists like huge artists like you sharing your story with them they can learn exponentially and well yeah so that's that's pretty much the ideology behind me starting this talk show i want to help out help more artists achieve their dreams as much as i want wait people tell people say that we're a record label but i just see ourselves as an artist helping community that's all we are Honestly, that's all we are. That's really beautiful. I just, for yeah, for all of you, we had, it feels really bad that I've been talking about myself now for a long time. Uh, it feels a that's little bit fine. weird because uh, that's not really the kind of conversation I really like, just talking about myself. But for your knowledge, okay. we had uh, we had a really good chat before the interview. Uh, uh, and I, I was able to ask you, like 
a lot of stuff and I it's really amazing to it feels really amazing to see your passion for the music the EDM scene overall and Uh, what you try to do with your label, what you try to bring to others, not thinking about yourself. It's uh, it's wonderful. Thank you, man. It's beautiful to see. Thank you so much, man. Those were really kind words. I'm a, I'm almost on the verge of tears no, right no, now. No, no, no. <laughs> but 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 really, really, thank you so much, man. That, that's so kind of you. And well, guys and girls, you've heard him. Podcasts are important. So listen to our podcast, subscribe to us, follow us and do follow Foles. We'll leave out all his social media links in our description. Do follow him. He's such an amazing artist. Listen to his new track. Well, I guess that's about it for the podcast.